0: Welcome to the podcast for the Center for Advanced Governmental Studies at Johns Hopkins University. We are a center for teaching and research focused on government, and we are home to master's degree and certificate programs focused on American and international politics and policymaking. My name is Colin Pascal, and I'm a faculty member in the Center. In this episode of the podcast, I speak with Dr. Michael Ard, the new program director and senior lecturer for the Master of Science in Intelligence Analysis program. Michael joined us earlier this year in 2021, and I was excited to talk with him about his vision for the program and his professional background. Welcome, Dr. R. to our podcast. It's great to have this conversation with you. And I just wanted to start by having you briefly introduce yourself. Tell us a bit about your professional background before you came to Johns Hopkins University.
1: Sure. Thank you. Uh, Great to be here. I, uh, Michael Ard. I um, received my PhD from the University of Virginia in 2001 in Foreign Affairs. I focused on Mexico. I was uh, as a Mexico uh, analyst. I was hired by the Central Intelligence (laughs) Agency in uh, in 1997, and I worked there until 2012 on a variety of issues. I became um, a security analyst for Marathon Oil in Houston, Texas. After that helped them to establish an intelligence program for their overseas operation. Worked there for about three and a half years, moved on to uh, some professional service firms. Um, I also uh, taught overseas. Then I was fortunate enough to uh, be selected as the program director for the intelligence studies program at American Public University. Um, last year. And then I moved on from that position to uh, this one at Johns Hopkins uh, this summer.
0: Great. Terrific. So you said that you um, you focused on Mexico in your previous work. Could you maybe just give a, a flavor for what some of your projects have been or some of the right. uh, topics that you've sort of investigated over your career?
1: Certainly. Um, so that was uh, based on uh, my my studies at at University of Virginia was on uh, Latin American politics, and I did my uh, PhD work on Mexico's democratic transition. Uh, I was hired by the agency to work on uh, Mexico analysis. I was an, an intelligence analysis at the uh, analyst at the agency, and um, uh, so I was there during uh, their uh, very important time uh, when they made a full transition to democracy in two thousand. There, from there, I worked on um, uh, Venezuela, um, also a very interesting time in that country's history, 2001, 2003, um, or, and a variety of, after that, uh, issues in the Caribbean, Cuba, Haiti, that went to uh, work on um, Iraq uh, as a uh, security analyst, um, in fact, and where I managed a team of analysts looking at their security services Uh, for a few years, then went over to the National Intelligence Council, uh, which is sort of a think tank, uh, really for the community, the intelligence community. It's um, in the office of the uh, Director of National Intelligence now, Uh, and I worked on their Western Hemisphere issues, so a much broader account, um, which is a lot of um, breadth of uh, what the community was looking at in terms of um, intelligence in the region. So I, I was fortunate enough for my time there to have a lot of variety of experiences. And um, I think my career demonstrates a little bit of the flexibility you can have as an intelligence analyst.
0: Yeah, definitely. It's a, it's a, a wide range of experiences. I'm wondering, after having that, that long professional experience in these different settings, what drew you to um, return to higher education uh, after you know, some years in the private sector and in government service?
1: of so it was opportunity. Uh, I think I was reaching a stage in my career where it, uh, teaching was becoming a lot more attractive option to me. For me, uh, I had been teaching as an adjunct at Rice University, uh, starting about the time I ended at uh, Marathon Oil. And uh, I, I enjoyed that experience teaching international security classes and classes on um, the origins of war. Uh, uh, and... Um, That was uh, so I saw that as a very attractive. Um, I had an opportunity to teach overseas, likewise, saw that as very attractive, felt I was adding a lot of value. Um, And um, because I had, uh, you know, achieved my uh, PhD, I had options, you know, to look in that area. So uh, that's what I did really when um, I came back from overseas and um, saw that. you know, probably a better option for me now would be to teach full time. Fortunately, I, I was hired by uh, American Public University to do that.
0: Great. So now that you're you're at Johns Hopkins, I'm wondering um, maybe if, if you could talk a bit about what brought you to Johns Hopkins and maybe what is most exciting about this position for you as you look forward um, in terms of your goals for the next few
1: years. I thought that it was a great opportunity to um, to focus on intelligence analysis um, at Johns Hopkins uh, because this, uh, this uh, master of science program is, is more focused than I think we were at uh, American Public University. Um, and um, also to be uh, help me get reconnected, I think, to the Washington, D.C. community, which I think is very important in this field. Um, that was uh, another attraction, obviously, I mean, with Johns Hopkins, you know, that you'll be working with great faculty and and administration. So um, certainly, you know, that was an exciting thing to be, to uh, have the opportunity to be a part of. Um, And, but, you know, like the other program at American Public University, uh, it's a, it's a great opportunity to work with the next generation of um, young people who will be uh, the future of intelligence analysis in the U.S. government and, uh, and corporate America. So I think there, it's a great mission as well as being a, a, you know, a great academic position.
0: Yeah, great. Well, it's certainly, it's certainly wonderful to have you as a new colleague and, and to have your experience in, in so many different domains to bring to the position, I think is great. It complements our academic strengths and also incorporates that um, you know corporate and government experience, which we, we value and we hope is uh, helpful to our students. I'm wondering if you could tell me a little bit about some of the Um, advice that you might have for um, students who are looking to make the most of their experience as a master's student at Johns Hopkins, and you could direct that either at, you know, prospective students that might be considering the degree, or or current students who are, um, you know, currently working towards it. How do you think they can um, really prepare themselves for this exciting field that they are working and and getting their degree in?
1: Well, one, I think the degree is going to be a big help for them. I think that. Anytime you can boast to having uh, part of your education at Johns Hopkins, it's going to be a plus uh, for you in your career. Um, I also think that um, this should uh, help a student see what's out there. What, what are the possibilities for a career in these areas? I don't think uh, any master's degree is, is completely sufficient. It's an apprenticeship in a sense. You know, you you're doing something to, you're working, you're learning how to, to be effective in this area, and then you have to go out and do it. Um, I think it would give one an opportunity in, in various different um, professions. Uh, we think certainly that uh, it would uh, make one competitive for positions in the U.S. government, but there's also corporate positions and uh, NGO positions where it could could be uh, uh, looked after very looked at very favorably. But I also think, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of elements to um, this field, you know, of in, intelligence. Um, one thing I think that helps make people successful is not just that they've gotten the degree, but they've gone out and seen the world a little bit. You know, they've been out there and had some experiences, um, different work experience, different travel experiences, perhaps um, uh, living in a foreign country. Those are the type of profiles that we used to see Uh, From students who are successful candidates for positions in the the agency, for example, so that that's part of it too. Is looking at okay, well, what else? How can I complement this degree with some other life experiences?
0: Definitely. Thanks for that insight, Michael. And just to finish up, I was wondering if you could just um, give a quick description of some of your goals for the program in the coming years.
1: Our goals are to keep current with what are the challenges that we are seeing. in intelligence analysis, what are the new developments? We're not trying to keep current with new, necessarily with new techniques, because we're, this is an education, not a, uh, a training course. So so that's part of it, what something to emphasize here, we're trying to, to educate uh, the mind, not necessarily just teach you how to, you know, do something technically, but, that said, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot. Uh, it's a constantly moving profession. It goes, um, there's always new challenges with it that um, we have to focus on and um, new ways of uh, meeting those challenges. So keeping up with that is something I see as our, our um, ambition for the next few years.
0: Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Center for Advanced Governmental Studies at Johns Hopkins University. For more information about our center, please visit our website or follow us on Twitter.